Welcome to Mighty Women, Season 1. Listen in to hear the stories of influential women and get leadership advice you can use in your own career. I'm your host, Riley Herman. Find us on MightyWomenPodcast.com. I was really worried that I would have a hard time finding Melanie Query's office along busy Fifth Avenue in downtown Pittsburgh. Without even looking at the number, I knew I had found it. Featuring a beautiful wooden facade with fun vinyl lettering in the windows and a bright interior with quirky decorations, it definitely gave off the vibe of cool, successful advertising firm. Melanie is the founder and president of Beyond Spots and Dots, an award-winning advertising agency that, under Melanie's guidance, provides a full range of advertising services to a variety of industries. Here's Melanie. So <laughs> when I was very little, um, I always wanted to start my own business. My dad was an entrepreneur and owned his own business. And my mom worked full time, but did help him here and there. And seeing that, uh, I guess I just have the entrepreneurship in my blood. And I always wanted to start my own business. I wasn't really sure when, what I wanted to do, but then decided one day that an agency was, was it. And I don't know why. I never worked anywhere near the agency business. I just was intrigued, really, from a psychological standpoint, of how on how ads really affected children and buying habits. And when I was very young, I was extremely intrigued in it and just kind of set my heart on starting an agency. I went to um, Penn State and had a, got a degree in advertising specifically and then decided when I graduated I was going to work for a TV station because TV is the most complex of all advertising and advertising mediums. And so... That's what I did. I um, moved from D.C. and moved to Pittsburgh and fought my way in uh, to KDKA TV and got an entry-level job making really, truly next to nothing and uh, worked my way up and uh, eventually started the firm. In the time that I was waiting for her to come meet me, there was definitely a buzz. I think people walked by probably 70 times. It was really active. I didn't know anything about advertising, and I was curious about what exactly was going on. I I like to say it's um, organized chaos, although it's not really chaotic. It's chaotic in the way that advertising typically is chaotic. And as a um, full-service firm, we have a lot of services that we provide. So the the name was really developed uh, because in my days in selling advertising, I was very disappointed to learn that most advertising agencies that I worked with didn't know anything about their clients. And they really, truly just wanted TV spots from me and wanted to know how many spots they were getting and they wanted to know how many, you know, how many reading, how many points am I getting, meaning rating points. And the name was easy to develop when I started the agency because it really just rolled off my tongue that I wanted to go beyond those agencies, big and small, that really didn't know a damn about their their clients. They just didn't know anything. And I didn't believe that that was ethical. I didn't think that they were, well, they definitely weren't doing you know any type of <laughs> good service 
on behalf of those businesses they were representing. So the name Beyond Spots and Dots was developed um, because we really, I really wanted to go beyond just here, client A or business A or nonprofit A, here's a number of spots you're getting and here's the rating points. We wanted to really go beyond that. So the agency was started as a media buying firm, purchasing media on behalf of clients and clients immediately came to me and said, well, gee, can you design this ad for us? We have a newspaper ad and we need it to be designed. And so I found someone to do some design work for me. And then quickly they decided, hey, we know we want to get into this online space. And so, of course, I had to figure that out really fast. And they needed help with their website. And we've been in business now for 11 years. We're pushing 12 years, which is awesome. Um, you know, 11 years ago, websites, some some of them were just developed, which is kind of scary, but it's true. And so we quickly became a, a firm that was doing all of these different services and now full service. So so I, I was looking at your website before I came and I saw that you're a Google partner. So what does that mean? Sure. Sure. So um, when when I started the firm, the first day, literally the day that I started the agency, um, I actually met who would become my husband and business partner, which is kind of crazy and ironic and fun all in the same time. Um, he had a lot of knowledge on the internet side. And when I met him, he was sort of my go-to for internet advertising because he owned a business and he was helping businesses to do online advertising literally 11 years ago, which is crazy. And, you know, we were one of the first companies to advertise with Google, which is really cool. Um, We were advertising with Yahoo and Bing and so on and so forth. But he brought the knowledge of the online side from a web development and a a, a search engine marketing realm. He's the one that kind of brought that to the table, which is great. And we ran with it, as you can imagine. Um, He really has enabled us to be a... Google Partner. The Google Partner is a um, certification. Anybody can be certified in Google, by the way. And they have various certifications at various levels. And the Google Partner status or certification comes directly from Google. Um, They provide that to firms that have a specific amount of spending with Google. You know, that's kind of like one of their first things. But it's not just about how much you spend. It's about how you spend it. And so it's really the um, following their guidelines and making sure that you're up to speed on optimizing properly. Because again, anybody can be certified and you or I can start a Google campaign advertising anything you want, as long as you have the credentials. Um, But spending that money might be a little tricky. And so that Google partner status is a certification that comes directly from Google for the level of spend and the way that we're optimizing that money, in essence. What challenges have you faced and how have you overcome those? Well, one the very first challenge was losing uh, our, our biggest client. And uh, we really, since day one, have been very diversified. We've been diversified in the uh, types of industries that we work with, the types of businesses, types of nonprofits, types of government entities. Uh, we did that because we didn't want to put all of our eggs in one basket. But... 
as most agencies, we did have some heavy hitters, if you will, that were driving revenue. And our um, sort of our number two client that we ever had, eventually after I think six years, um, did go away. And it was a, a pretty hard hit. Um, we, we weren't sure what to do initially. Uh, we had no warning. At the time, we really didn't have good contracts in place with our clients. So legally, they weren't really bound to us in any way. And, you know, first and foremost, shame on us. Uh, they could walk away quickly without any warning, and they did. And there was no fault or, or anything that we had done. So it was, you know, heart-wrenching because we were doing a good job. They were growing. Things were great. And then we just kind of get this news. So that was a big challenge that we had to overcome. And the great news is um, we were financially stable and always have been. <laughs> uh, and so we were able to hire and bring in more people to help get more business to make up the money. So that was a huge challenge. You know, to, in today's world, some of the challenges that we face really deal with taxes and healthcare. Okay. Um, from a business standpoint, healthcare is so expensive. And from a consumer standpoint, it's expensive. And from a business standpoint, it's expensive. And it's confusing and it's complex. And it's a challenge because, you know, we're trying to get, you know, great health plans that are effective and cost efficient, if that even exists anymore, um, for our entire staff. So, you know, I've, I've had people say to me, gee, you know, do, how do you sleep at night knowing that your company is literally funding, you know, 25 people and, you know, doesn't that really stress you out? That's not the challenge to me. The challenge is healthcare and taxes and dealing with um, appropriately determining our expenses based off of taxes we may have to pay. That's a big deal in the business world because it sort of dictates our projections, our projected expenses, and how much outlay we have as far as cash. Those, to me, are challenges. Um, Probably the other challenge, and I hear it from every business owner, is is staffing, finding good people, keeping a really great, you know, positive atmosphere. And, um, you know, there's a lot of great things that we do, that we're doing, that we'll continue to do, that we'll change in the future to, to make it a sort of work hard but play hard environment. Um, a challenge that I've seen is that in the advertising world, a lot of people think that it's glitzy and glamorous and just tons of fun and it's work. And, you know, while we want it to be fun, um, it might not be so glitzy and glamorous as they think. And so when they come to work for us, they think, oh, it's an advertising agency. Ooh. And then they don't realize how much work there is to be done. So that's been a challenge. Um, we've tried to kind of get around that by interviewing better and and being very upfront with you know potential candidates but staffing it's hard and we need the staff we need the support and um, it's hard to find good people i imagine that everyone who is successful in advertising is creative i pictured graphic designers drawing logos and designing billboards melanie explained that there is much more to it than that creativity is important uh, a business in our company um we're very analytical in the way that we think and the way that we uh, approach things. So 
really having a business sense is actually more important to me than having that creative mind. We have plenty of creative minds, and I believe that a lot of people are creative. Almost everybody has some kind of creative idea. They may not know how to execute it or how to say it or how to physically make it come to life. As a team, that's what we do. But I think that the creativity is actually within everybody, no matter your personality type. Um, We've had some really interesting personality types, and they have been some of the most creative people I've met, which is cool. Um, To me, it's that business sense and understanding business, because that's what we're doing is we're helping companies grow. So your background is in advertising. How did you learn to manage the finance side of things? That guy, (laughs) Uh, my husband, who I met literally day one, um, I was creating invoices in Excel and in Word, and my budget for the business was being run off of um, an Excel document, and my what is now QuickBooks was being run literally off of these mega complex Excel spreadsheets, which... You know, when you're just like me, you're, me, myself, and I, that's what you do, and you deal with it, and it's okay. Um, he truly, he was a finance major, and um, having a little bit of an entrepreneurial brain and having that business sense, I knew what sort of needed to be done. I didn't know how to execute it and implement it, and he did. And so we would spend countless hours after work, he would literally come over and we would, I had a home office at the time, and we would um, literally run the books, run the numbers, figure out, you know, what do I need to do? Where do I need to be? You know, what happens if this client goes away? Um, what do I need to do to execute all of these services the clients are asking for? And okay, now I need to hire an intern or two or three, or now I need to actually hire a real person, an employee. How do we do that? Um, he literally helped from day one. It was, it was kind of, it's a great story, but it's true. Um, and, and that's, that's kind of how we came to be with like real functioning tools that are business tools to run the business. (laughs) What's the best part of your job? Honestly, growing this business, which is my goal, I mean, we're, you know, we're definitely in growth mode and acquisition mode and trying to increase revenue and um, expansion is really exciting and fun. Um, it's, it's seeing the results that we provide, and that sounds so cliche and blah, but it's so true. Um, you know, knowing that we've increased others' businesses through creative we've implemented or an actual ad campaign that we've managed or executed. Um, and and honestly, even just learning about, I mean, I feel like every day I'm learning about a new organization or a new government entity that I had no idea existed or a new business that provides a really great service or product. And they don't know, they're really good at developing that service or product, but they're not business people. So they don't know how to grow. And so... It's that that's the most rewarding part, I think. Um, honestly, I, I always forget that, like, I own the company and I always forget that, you know, I'm the one, I mean, not me solely. It would never happen with just me, but that I'm even leading a company that's that's growing, that is mine and that I developed it. It like it really doesn't hit me until I have to think about it like right now. 
<laughs> so that's very rewarding and definitely not, um, you know, I definitely don't oversee it. I just kind of put it on the back burner and, and try to, you know, help others to grow. That's, that's what we're here for. In the room where we met, there were some samples of work Beyond Spots and Dots had done for the Pittsburgh Zoo, which looked like a really fun project. I wanted to know what Melanie's favorite project so far has been. It's fun. Um, the zoo is an amazing partner of ours. They um, literally came to us and said, hey, we're, we've got great news. We want to hire you, which was great. That was exciting. And uh, we want you to come up with a whole new campaign. We want you to help us brand this new exhibit that we're going to be launching that's a um, five-year project. And um, this year, we're going to be launching something called uh, the islands. And we said, great, what what does the font look like? Is it going to be like palm trees? Or is this more like sophisticated? Or is this fun? fun? Is it kind of like, not tchotchke, is it hokey, you know, with like really bright colors and silly surfboards? Or what's like, what are you thinking? Oh, yeah, we don't have any of that. Well, Well, what do you mean? What do you want us to develop? So we walked out quite a ways, by the way, um, to get to this big mound of dirt that was like a mountain of dirt, by the way. And they said, well, this is what it's going to look like. And we went, it's literally a pile of dirt. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, can you create like an established brand? We need the fonts. We need the look. We need the everything. And we all just looked at each other and went, how are we going to pull this off? So that was fun. Um, that was a challenge as far as a project, but very fun. And, you know, we work with a lot of really great, amazing um, clients and agencies, uh, you know, nonprofit agencies and government entities. And there's a lot of really cool stuff that we've done. Um, the zoo is just, it's the zoo. I mean, it's fun. Um, the, the Another one is actually out of our office in Columbus. And we are contracted with the um, city of Columbus. And the, the project that I think was the most fun was actually last year. We physically were the social media content writers and implementation implement, implementers for um, all of the social media for a huge state of the city event that they did. Uh, just talking about the new mayor that had come on board and what his initiatives were and what the city's goals were. And we truly were behind the scenes, like literally on the stage with the mayor behind a curtain that no one even knew we were there and there were all these wires everywhere and you know we had like six people back there we had someone doing video up in the stands and um it was really cool to 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 execute well to plan for to execute and to actually pull it off with flawlessly i mean with no errors thank god um but that that was really fun too kind of on a different level but yeah really fun I guess I I don't usually think of cities being like a consumer of advertising, but they are. Yeah. What core values guide your leadership practice? We have developed core values based off of um, my personal values and Andreas's personal values, just you know, trying to implement it from a top-down level, but based off of a lot of feedback that we've gotten from our team, of course, throughout the years. And our core values of, as a company, which really do flow personally, um, spell out the word predict. We are always trying to sort of predict 
Um, you know, how can we be proactive in, in things that we do? Uh, how do we communicate? How can we communicate better? Making sure that there is a two-way communication with clients or internally, um, making sure that there's a serious flow of communication. Transparency is another one. That's a huge one for us. As a company, we get a lot of negative feedback uh, as an agency because other agencies you know, gouge clients, charge clients for things that they shouldn't. Um, we work with a client right now, and one example is when we brought that client on board, we were sort of doing an audit on what they had been spending and what they maybe should be spending, and we found that another agency in the city, which I'm just saddened by and appalled by at the same time, they were charging this client, hundred. I think it was $141,000 to create a TV commercial, which was absurd. There was no helicopter flying over top. I mean, there was. this was not a $141,000 TV commercial that was one little lonely 30-second commercial. And so um, transparency is key for us. We do not want to be known as an agency that gouges clients. Uh, because we do most of the work in-house, we're able to keep prices low. But the transparency is critical on so many levels, not just pricing and not just invoicing, but that communication needs to be transparent internally, externally. So we have we have several core core values. I think those are probably my hot buttons. <laughs> what practices have helped you grow as a leader in this field? I was told once to, um, early in my career, to surround myself with those that are not little me's running around, meaning don't hire a bunch of Melanie's. Melanie is good at what Melanie is good at. Melanie can help lead others in those services or tasks. But instead, to hire people who are very good at what you are not good at. So finding and figuring out what you really are good at and using that strength and then hiring others for what they're good at and using those strengths. It was probably the best advice I've ever been given. It seems so simple and kind of like a no-brainer, but honestly, I, I really live by it. Um, I appreciate the skill set that our team has because I know I don't have that skill set that they all do have, and I don't have time for it. Um, you know, back in the day, and literally, you know, year one, year two, year three, I was truly running the QuickBooks once we had it. I was tinkering in web development, although I didn't really do that. Andreas did most of that. I ran the Google campaigns. I mean, I did all of the online campaigns. Um, you know, today I don't physically start the campaigns. I don't end them. I don't run them. God forbid. I. That's, you know, why we have a, a staff for it. So that was probably the best advice I was given and something I really sort of live by. Um, I attend a lot of seminars I do a lot of volunteering for things that I'm passionate about, which is helping people grow. Um, I'm, you know, an integral part of a lot of various board and mentor settings. That's important um, for me in order for me to develop and develop my leadership. I feel that, you know, learning what others are going through or um, how they view some of these same things that, that I'm trying to help others succeed in. It allows me to be hands-on and kind of do as do as I do. Don't do as I say. I always get cliches wrong. <laughs> Whatever that saying is, making sure that I'm literally practicing what I preach. 
What do you think is your greatest achievement so far? Getting past that startup phase and hiring, you know, employees and then like hiring more than one or two or three and then getting past five. And um, I had a client tell me once, once you get past two hands, <laughs> meaning 10 fingers worth of employees, it's a whole new ballgame. And he was kind of right. So even surpassing that, that was kind of my like a benchmark for me is, oh my gosh, I'm getting close to the, you know, 10 fingers, which is so silly again, but it's true. Um, and getting past that million mark. So most businesses fail. Um, a lot of businesses fail, unfortunately. And most businesses don't make it to a million. Um, women-owned businesses, even less of them make it to a million. It's a, a percent of a percent of a fraction of a percent. I mean, it's, it's a tiny amount. And um, the fact that we were able to get well past that and continue to grow is probably, I would say, my biggest, my biggest accomplishment. And I'm very excited and proud that we've opened another office in a different city. Um, it's just kind of shown me that we can do that and sustain and maintain, you know, what we're doing. And it creates a challenge for the next office that we open. <laughs> what advice do you have for someone who is looking to start their own business? In starting a business, it's, it's tough. It is not easy. Um, I don't care how much money you have to back the business. I don't care how many credit cards you have to fund the business or how many investors. It's, it's tough. Um, I would suggest, you know, really finding good people to surround yourself with, making sure that you have a good attorney, uh, making sure that you have a really good accountant, because those two are going to be an integral part from day one. Uh, maybe, maybe you're using them differently day one than you do in year 10 or 11. Um, and once you have the revenue, you know, to to fulfill the needs that you have to grow, um, you're going to be using that accountant differently than you do in day one. But learning from those types of people that provide their professional services is critical. I don't care what type of entity it is, for-profit, non-profit, government, you know, business, I mean, small business, big, large business, family business. It's, it's, important to have those two by your side that you can trust, that you can talk to. And then surrounding yourself by um, solid business, other business owners that you can trust because they're going through probably the same things you are. Attending as many seminars and linking yourself with as many um, you know networking sessions with like people in the room as far as those who are having the same struggles you are. What about someone interested in going into advertising? From the advertising standpoint, I often hear, well, what's in it for me? What type of campaign are you going to put together for me? And honestly, every business is the same. All business has the same struggles. All business, you know, again, year one, you may have different struggles than you do year 10, but they're still going to be pretty much the same. I mean, there's about 20 different struggles for the most part, that businesses go through and they, you know, might cycle through those issues or situations or challenges, but every business has dealt with employee or staffing issues or challenges. Every business has to deal with taxes. Even nonprofits deal with different tax laws, you know, so there are sort of a handful of similarities and in the advertising world, um, it's no different. 
in the advertising world, the, probably the only differences are learning the actual services and being very good at them and being competitive and knowing, again, what your strengths are and then running with them. I think that's probably kind of the, the biggest difference. You can learn more about Beyond Spots and Dots on their website, beyondspotsanddots.com. Mighty Women is recorded and produced in Pittsburgh. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mightywomenpodcast and check back weekly for new episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud.